things that we want to remind ourselves as we continue why what what are the things that god wants us to keep in our heart we said six things that we, as a church we need to make sure that we are deliberate in them. That number one, we are motivated by God's robust love. That we recognize and live within the finished work of the cross of Jesus Christ. And we were asking this question in the morning. How many of you have ever been in a situation where you are in a bus or in a taxi or sitting somewhere and you meet a person you don't know? And you start talking with this person. And then there is some level of connection. As you travel, perhaps you get to a garage somewhere. And you start buying food. And for some reason, because you have connected, you start sharing. When she bought or he bought the chips, then you start sharing the sweets. And now you take your own sweets, now you start sharing also. How many of us have ever had that experience? The rest. Don't worry, the Spirit will reveal what I'm going to say to you. See, it's amazing that this person you didn't know first. And as you start sharing with this person, now all of a sudden your resources are multiplied. You came in the taxi with sweets. But now you are eating chips. But you still have the sweets. And a good thing and an amazing thing is you don't choose to share with the whole bus. Or the whole taxi. It is just between you and this person who some few hours ago were strangers. You know what happened? As the person sat next to you, you began to acknowledge them. You treated them as present. Okay. See, that's the difference that many of us have Jesus around. But we don't acknowledge him and we don't treat him as present. Our resources remain limited. Because when you say hi Jesus, and he says hi, he starts giving you what he has. He starts sharing his peace with you. He said, my joy I give unto you. Isn't it interesting that if you got into this bus and after this you have to catch a text and tell it how you are short. Because you have 
somebody should help you with what you are insured of so you'll, you you'll be stranded because now you don't have one but the person who acknowledged the one next to him or her ate the chips and when they said rent was given five when he started saying look I, I am I'm sure of one rent and what and she was given that there's no point walking with Jesus if you don't acknowledge him if you can't acknowledge the finished work of the cross Titus chapter 2 verse 11 says for the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared salvation is the process of rescuing you in whatever situation or malady you find yourself but I love it. It says the grace of God. God has chosen of all his attributes. To reveal himself to you. Through grace. He is the God of justice. He is a just God. God could have come to you as God of justice. Justice says, let the transgressor be punished. You understand it? But he could have come as the God of mercy. Mercy says, let the transgressor be pardoned. But you see, grace says, let the transgressor be blessed. He's not giving the punishment he deserves. He's not left to himself. But let him or her be blessed. And so the Bible says, the grace of God has appeared to make us better than what we are even if we have transgressed. So now we read in these things to remind you. As a church, let us recognize prayer as an essential ingredient. In heaven's dealing with earth. Let us worship God as our highest form of service. Let us witness about Jesus to the dying world. As our ultimate mandate. But here's the one I want to touch on today. Let us follow the Holy Spirit as the final guide to all matters of life. So let's speak on the churches that Christ is speaking to in the book of Revelation. We start him from verse 18 of chapter 2. From verse 18 it says, And to the angel of the church in Tiatara write, 
These things say the Son of God, who has eye like a flame of fire, and his feet like fine brass. I know your works, love, save his faith, and your patience. And as for your works, the last are more than the first. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you. Because you allow that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a, a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to adults. And I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her. Now, I want you to listen what God says that He will do. He says, I will cast her into what? A sick bay. And those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. Verse 23. I will kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and the hearts. And I will give to each one of you according to your works. Who's talking here? The Lord Jesus. Who is he talking to sinners? He's talking to the church. He says, if they don't repent, I will kill them with death. He says, you allow that woman Jezebel. Now remember Jezebel in the book, of, the book of First Kings. When you read from chapter 18, the story now of how she was threatening Elijah. Jezebel Stands Jezebel. for two things in this context. One is the spirit of manipulation and seduction. She should switch off the heater. Here it seems too hot. Okay, you can switch them off. I don't know the, what are they saying, but here they are saying yes. The spirit of manipulation and seduction. It can also stand for a person who goes out in the life of the church through the spirit of lust destroying other lives. You know those places where we were? And there was this guy, when he plays, we were all blessed. Until we discover that of the eight women he slept with, only the two that are pregnant have come The spirit of seduction. And God says, deal with that. Because, because if you don't, I will come amongst you. Did you hear what he says he will do amongst you? He says he will punish, he will bring tribulation, and he will kill them with death. How's that? For people who are like, I am a friend of God. And God says, I have this against you. 
And when we want to deal with these things, they are, they are starting to judge us at a church. Let me tell you what's the safest thing for us to do. To deal with you than let God deal with the rest of us. How's that? Isn't that a little bit fair according to the verse? It is, isn't it? Because he says you allow Jezebel deal with Jezebel. So that the rest are saved. Are you still okay? So when we you see us excommunicating people in the future. Don't be surprised. We are simply protecting you. Chapter 3 And to the angel of the church inside this right, these things says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works that you, you have a name that you are alive but you are dead. Be watchful and strengthen things which remain that are ready to die for I have not found your works perfect before God. He says you have a reputation of being alive, but in fact you are dead. Isn't it amazing that we go around talking about how beautiful our church is? Hey, this hey, he says, no, 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 hold on. You guys, you seem like you are alive, but in fact you are dead as a church. You have no fruit. When people come in your midst, they live unloved. But I said, love one another, and by your loving of one another, shall they know you are my disciples. But people in your midst, worship the vibrant. But, you even take the tiles out by your dancing. You don't love one another. You don't obey God. You seem to be alive. But guess what? You're dead. It's a strength in that which is already dying. Verse 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia. Where the brothers Philadelphia talks about the love of the brethren. Where people love one another. It says verse 8. I know your work. See I have set before you an open door. And no one can shut it. For you have little strength. But have kept my word and have not denied me. Let me ask you a question. How many of us. Have ever come to a place where. You are even thinking I'm bothering on giving up now. I have no strength to go on. It is very hard, whatever the situation. Don't you find it amazing that in this context of this church that has little strength, God does not say, I will give you extra strength. Don't you find it odd? Shouldn't he be saying, I see you have little strength. 
He says, I commend you that you have not denied me. I don't know if you understand that. Saying sometimes when it's hard, it would seem God does not see. Because I can't take it anymore. But listen to what he says. You know what everybody should learn from you? Is that even when it's hard, you never deny me. And to the church of Laodicea, he says. Laodicea is a city that was like Asia and Jobek. It was thriving economically. But it had one problem. They did not have good water supply. So they had to depend on the city of Hierapolis. You know South Africa we have water problems. And you know who gives us water? Do you think they drink the water? Do you think they clean the water? They don't. Otherwise rent water would have nothing to do. Oh by the some of the water is not clean. So now, Hierapolis could give them water. But the problem with the water from Hierapolis, it was dirty. It had lots of metals and impurities. And because it was what they call heavy water, it was always lukewarm. That problem created a situation that when people drank the water, if they don't boil the water, they would vomit. Ultimately, the city closed down, shut down, because they couldn't solve the problem. So God uses the picture they understand. He says, you, I wish you were cold or hot. But since you are neither, you are just lukewarm like the water from that is heavy and full of impurities. When I'm in your mist, I feel like vomiting. You nauseate me. As God, I feel like I can spit you out. Why? You are full of impurities. When I try to drink from your cup, I want to vomit. Then he says, listen, you Laodiceans, verse 20, I stand at the door and I knock. We use it for sinners. You know that. But it's not written for them. 
It's written for people who are seemingly supposed to have Jesus in their heart. Who keep saying, I love Jesus. But unlike Jeremiah, they cannot say, I love Jesus such that his word is like fire shut up in my bones. It is impossible to have the word of God and be lukewarm. But John testifies, he says, after he comes one who's greater than me, whose sandals are not worthy to stoop down and untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. How do you become cold or lukewarm when you have the baptism of fire? Jesus says, I'm amazed that you start such that there's nothing of my nature in you. But so that we can correct things, I stand, I know. The church of Laodicea opened. That I may come and dine But if you don't, let's go to the very last verse. Verse 22 of chapter 3 says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Who has been speaking all this time? Who's walking amongst the seven lampstands? Jesus, right? But listen to what Jesus is saying. He says, to John, write these things, tell them I say. But in every church, when he finishes speaking to it, he says, let him who has an ear hear what? He's not saying what I'm saying. He says, let him hear what the Spirit is now when you read in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17 it says the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty so we with unveiled faces behold us in the mirror his image and are transformed into the same image from glory to glory saints listen to this verse what does John 4.24 tells us God is what Spirit. Right? Now listen. The Lord. Morena. Who's the Lord? Jesus. Jesus. The Lord is. Morena. Spirit. Moya. And where the Spirit of the Lord is. I see you can't separate the Lord from the Spirit. Now watch. Jesus says, When I live, in John 14, 
Second Corinthians 10 from verse 9. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has in store for us. But he has revealed it by the Spirit. The Spirit of a man knows the man. Therefore, the Spirit searches the deep things of Christ. And through the Spirit, because the Spirit and Christ are one. Now he says, we have the mind of Christ. How do we have the mind of Christ? For the Spirit of God brings to us that which belongs to Christ. Are you still following? So now he says, hear what the Spirit is saying. But remember, who has been speaking all this time? Jesus. Jesus tells you that my presence and my will cannot be manifested away from my spirit. The will of God is revealed at two levels primarily. By his way. First John 5.14 This is the confidence we have that when we ask him according to his will his revealed way we know he's God speaking right but watch the spirit of God gives you up to date will of God. As it happens now. The Bible says in Acts chapter 16. Jesus had already said it in Matthew 28. Go into the whole world and make disciples. You remember. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. You will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the end of the Now watch. The spoken word has come. You can read it. You can hear it. They are going. Paul, based on the spoken word. When did Jesus speak? back then. But in the now, they want to go into Asia. No, no, no. no. That's not up-to-date information from the throne of God. The up-to-date is this one. Friends, without the Spirit of God, you will get lost. Simple. 
What does Galatians 5:25 say? Now that the Lord now we are born of the Spirit, now that we live in the Spirit, what must we do? Keep in step with the the Holy Spirit. Let's read these three last verses and lend it for you. Isaiah 63 verse 10. What does Isaiah 63 verse 10 in your Bible say? Anyone found it? Even in the morning they struggled to find Isaiah 63 verse 10. But they found Zephaniah. Okay, here, listen to what it says. Verse 9 says, In all their affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the, all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit, and therefore he turned to their enemy and himself fought against them. I don't think you understand what that verse just said. Eh? It says as they were traveling because they were his chosen people. It says when they were in hard times, the Lord had pity on them. The Lord redeemed them. The Lord did them good. Until they got used to it. Until they started thinking, no, we can do anyhow in the church. The Bible says, they grieved and rebelled against the spirit. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is what? Liberty. But keep in step with the spirit. People are so blessed. They like, oh, let's go in here. But they forget that the grace of God has appeared. But when they rebelled and grieved his spirit, the Bible says he turned against them. He became their enemy and he fought them. Remember what he said to, the, to one of the churches. I will come to you and with the sword in my mouth I will fight you. To the church where we just read he said I'll kill your children. What does Ephesians 4.30 say? What does yours say? I'll tell you what mine says. But I want to hear if yours says the same thing. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. And do not grieve. What happened to the people who were living in God's favor? It was okay until they grieved his spirit. What does 1 Thessalonians 5 19 say? What does your Bible say? 
La kasaya, you know what mine says? Do not put out what? Do not quench the Holy Spirit. Do not put Sometimes the Holy Spirit says to you, do this. Guess what No. I don't feel like it. I'm too tired to wake up and sleep. At the same time. I'll choose one, I sleep. You know that. When you are supposed to wake up and pray. And you start like, I feel like praying, but. Jesus, I bind you. Satan, I bind you. Sorry, Jesus. When you are somewhere and the Spirit of God says, Tell that person God loves him. What if I embarrass myself? Pray for this person who's sick. You don't know what I'm talking about. You see, the way your eyes look very innocent, then we know you are not innocent. Saints, isn't it amazing that Jesus tells us that his will is made manifest by his spirit. And when you grieve his spirit, he says when he's casting out demons, they say he's casting them out in the name of Belzebub, the, 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 the prince of demons. Listen, he says, if you speak against the Father, your sins will be forgiven. If you speak against me, you can go and write books about the conspiracy of Jesus. You can go and write Da Vinci You can say, I don't want the Jesus, the white Jesus. You can say whatever you want to say about Jesus. He says he'll forgive you. But he says, if you blaspheme against the Holy Spirit, you will not be forgiven. In this life, and in the life to come. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So if you hear the word of God, be warned to open your ear. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the churches. Let's rise up in Jesus' name. Are you still okay? Sleep is good. You can sleep in the presence of the Lord. But in your sleep, better hear what God is saying. Saints as a church, the goal is not to fill the auditorium with sinners who claim to be Christians. But 
do not want to obey Jesus. They just want to tolerate him when it's convenient. He says, I will come. And I will reward each one of you according to what you have done. And some of you if you don't repent you will keep casting the devil until the devil takes you to court for character defamation. Because the devil will have nothing to do with what you are going through. You did not listen. Unless you repent, I, the Lord, will come and I will deal with you. But isn't it that good? The grace of God has appeared. Teaching us to say no to ungodliness and to live sober lives. So let's just take a moment before that the comes. Shortly ask God. God. Raise my spiritual antenna. That we may hear you. That we may hear your spirit. Before it's too late. That I may come to a place of repenting. So that you can commend me. And not deal with me. Father, we want to thank you for your grace. Grace has appeared to us. It teaches us to live righteous lives. Lord. Father, we know that you rebuke those that you love. That you strengthen us. That you keep us from stumbling and falling. And that this, this is the day that you have made that we may rejoice and be glad in it. Holy God, bring healing to those that need healing right now in Jesus' name. Holy God, bring clarity of direction to those that need direction. Bring conviction towards repentance for those who need to repent, Lord. For those who have the hope of His blessed appearing, they purify themselves, Lord, from all uncleanliness. Help us, Lord, to hear what the Spirit is saying to us. That Jesus is coming again. And his reward is with him. To reward each one of us according to how they have lived and what they have done. Let our lives be aligned to your revealed will. And to the leading of your spirit. We pray that those who don't know you, Jesus, may know you today. Those that have not come to the experience of the baptism of your spirit, Lord, may they experience you in their own private lives, Lord. Fill them and speak. Reveal to them your voice, your will, your ways, 
and your weight, Lord. Let them know your power. 